Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 30th of November. In the alleged assassination plot against pro-Khalistan leader Gurpatwan Singh Pannu, the US charged an Indian national for the crime. The US Justice Department said yesterday that 52-year-old Nikhil Gupta from India had conspired to kill the Khalistani leader in the US. The US alleged that an Indian government employee worked with Gupta and others in the plot to assassinate Pannu. Gupta was arrested in the Czech Republic in June. He is charged with murder for hire. He is now awaiting extradition to the US. Federal prosecutor Damien Williams said, and I quote, The defendant conspired from India to assassinate, right here in New York City, a US citizen of Indian origin who has publicly advocated for the establishment of a sovereign state for Sikhs, unquote. Pannu is known to be a vocal critic of the Indian government and an advocate for separatist movements in Punjab. Responding to questions over the allegations, MEA spokesperson Arindam Bakhchi said, and I quote, This is a matter of concern. We have said that this is also contrary to the government policy. The nexus between organized crime, trafficking, gun running and extremists at an international level is a serious issue for the law enforcement agencies and organizations to consider and it is for the reason that a high-level inquiry committee has been constituted, unquote, he added. Today, the Indian Defence Acquisition Council cleared the procurement of 97 additional Tejas aircraft and 156 Prachand attack helicopters. Both aircrafts are indigenously developed. The deal will be valued at around 1.1 lakh crore rupees. The Tejas Mark 1A fighters are being acquired for the Indian Air Force and the choppers for the Air Force and the Army. The Defence Council also cleared additional deals, bringing the cumulative value of these deals to around 2 lakh crore rupees. The deal is said to be the largest order to be received by indigenous manufacturers in India. The final price of the deal is yet to be negotiated. The last sign-off will be done by the Cabinet Committee on Security and the induction of these aircrafts may take at least 10 years. A major upgrade of the Sukhoi Su-30 MKI aircraft is also expected to be cleared today. The IAF has over 260 Su-30 aircraft and the upgrade is expected to be an indigenous one, with India-developed radars, avionics and subsystems. The Tejas MKA-1 light combat aircraft is an indigenously designed and manufactured fourth-generation fighter. It is also India's first self-made fighter jet. Telangana voted across its 119 seats in the assembly elections today. The state had witnessed 51.89% voter turnout till 3pm. As many as 2,290 contestants are in the fray, with KCR eyeing a third term. The Congress is in a neck-to-neck fight with the BRS. KCR is contesting from two seats, Gajwel and Kamaredi. Key leaders fighting from the Congress include Revant Reddy, contesting from Kodangal and Kamaredi, and former cricketer Mohammad Azruddin, contesting from Jubilee Hills. AIMIM's Akbaruddin Uwesi is contesting from Chandrayaan Gutta. During the day, state BJP president and MP G. Kishan Reddy wrote to the election commission alleging electoral malpractices by BRS candidates and their workers. Meanwhile, Congress leader Manikam Tagore said the wave was in favour of the Congress. In 2018, the BRS won 88 of the 119 seats, while the Congress came in a distant second with just 19 seats. The BJP had won only one seat. Now, the Saffron Party is looking to make inroads in the state ahead of Lok Sabha polls next year. While the Assembly poll results are set to come on 3rd December, the exit polls will be released later today. A massive blast in a storage tank and subsequent fire in a chemical factory in Surat killed seven people today. Out of the seven persons found dead at the factory of Aether Industries, one was an employee of the company while six others were contractual workers. The district collector said 24 people were injured in the incident. They are currently receiving treatment in different hospitals. The fire broke out at the chemical plant at around 2 a.m. on Wednesday. 
it followed an explosion in a large tank after leakage of inflammable chemicals stored in it. As many as 15 fire tenders were engaged in the firefighting operation which went on for 9 hours to bring the blaze under control. Before we move on, Delhi Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar has been dominating headlines over the past few weeks over his tussle with the Delhi government. Delhi's Vigilance Minister Atishi Marlina has filed three consecutive reports recommending his suspension over his alleged complicity in Bamnoli land deal. But Delhi LG VK Saxena has refused to consider these reports. But the Bamnoli land deal is only one of the many controversies involving the 1987 batch IAS officer. What is at the heart of the bureaucrats' fraud relationship with the Delhi government? My colleague Pratyush Deep takes a deep dive into the controversy surrounding Kumar in his report titled A Thorn in Kejriwal's Side: The Controversies of Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar. We are able to bring you such reports because we are not funded by government or corporate, but by our subscribers. If you are not our subscriber yet, please go to our website newslaundry.com, choose a subscription plan of your choice and pay to keep news free. Minutes before the ceasefire deadline, Israel Hamas renewed hostage swap deal today. Hamas said there was an agreement to extend the truce for a seventh day. Israel's military said the truce would be prolonged to continue the process of releasing the hostages and the operational pause will continue. The announcement came hours after US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken arrived in Israel. The truce agreement has brought a temporary halt to fighting that began on 7th October, resulting in the death of 14,000 Palestinians and about 1,400 Israelis. The truce agreement allows for extensions if Hamas can release another 10 hostages a day, but earlier both sides warned they were ready to return to fighting. Since the truce began on 24th of November, 70 Israeli hostages have been freed in return for 210 Palestinian prisoners. Amid this, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres demanded a true humanitarian ceasefire, warning Gazans are in the midst of an epic humanitarian catastrophe. The fighting has forced an estimated 1.7 million people, around 80% of Gaza's population, to leave their homes. Conditions in the territory remain catastrophic, as per the World Food Programme, and the population faces a high risk of famine. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/slash-subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.